If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Tune in to Africa Business Radio on www.africabusinessradio.com. Find us on Facebook, Africa Business Radio, and on Twitter, Africa Biz Radio. Towards a profitable Africa. You tuned to Explore Africa. My name is David Batsoff and welcome to the show. It's presented here on Africa Business Radio towards a more profitable Africa and it's sponsored by Nomad Africa, celebrating the world's richest continent. And although we talk to the continent or about the continent, I have taken to including including the southern Indian Ocean Islands, which includes Mauritius. And I'm really happy to have the GM of World Leisure Holidays, that's Ramesh Jinnarayan. Did I pronounce your surname correctly, Ramesh? Yes, I can hear ah, you. Ah, there we go. Did I pronounce your surname correctly? Yes, uh, you've pronounced it perfectly, David. Great stuff. Now, firstly, tell us a little bit. Um, you're relatively new to World Leisure, am I right? Well, I think uh, when you talk relatively new, I've been in this space now since 2011. So that takes me just over six and a half years. Right. With, holidays so it is relatively new in the tourism space but uh yeah and tourism's always been at my heart uh you know i'm not going to say where i came from previously uh, <laughs> i know you i know you mauritian and i know you live here um currently and and yes. just on that and on tourism and hospitality i have to say um hats off to Mauritians in tourism and specifically in hospitality because and i, I i'm not using this as a negative at all um Mauritians seem to be born for the hospitality industry. I've had some of my best holidays ever on your island. And I think that, uh, you know, it will portray it back to island mentality. So if you're on an island, you're restricted and you have to be friends and nice to everybody on the <laughs> island. Because you else to go. I think it is service with a smile. So you are born with that as part of your DNA, I guess. <laughs> uh, the, un- the unfortunate thing is uh, because of of certain currencies, some of the visitors that you have to your island, I think, need to be stopped at the borders and sent home. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, <laughs> uh, one of the things that you find is that although that island's shifting in terms of the demand, uh, where the tourism uh, tourists are coming from, mm-hmm. we the island's still very Eurocentric. And, yeah. you know, I mean we are talking in particular the English and the French, uh, which always should be stopped at the border. I think should get one at a time, one in, one out, and then in. But uh, no, definitely you are right. Now, Mauritius has, has seemed or seems still to be a destination of choice for South Africans. I remember my parents going there what seems like 50 years ago. And yeah. it seems to be constantly in the forefront of South African tourists. Uh, am I correct with this? Yes, I think you know the the thing is it's it's evergreen. The that the Mauritian concept in the minds of South African is evergreen, and it has been there for decades. 
So when you talk, I mean, if you sit around a dinner table and cross-generational even, the, when you put out topic around holiday, Mauritius is bound to feature, mm. especially within South African households or dinner table. And when you think of Mauritius, I mean, as I speak to you now, when I reflect and think around Mauritius and I said, what do I need to tell David about Mauritius? The first thing that comes to mind is relaxation heaven on earth. If I close my eyes, I can feel the sandy beaches. I can imagine the clear blue crystal water. Oh, stop it. I'm there with you now. That's enough now. (laughs) And I think that's part of the reason because you can kind of close your eyes and literally be transported to Mauritius within your imagination. And I think that's what sits on top of people's mind when Mauritius comes to mind. Right. But... um, and also, there, there seems to be a whole thing around East and West. Um, having spent time on the island on both coasts, uh, the West always say we're the best and the East say we're the best. Can, can I put you on the spot and ask you, do you have a favorite side where you're going to tell me that you enjoy being in the middle of the island? No, so being Mauritian, so I come, I'm very patriotic about the motherland. So what I will talk about is, you know, Mauritius, although, yes, has an East and a West coastline, there's a prevailing wind that's across the island from it spans from east to west. That's throughout the year. Right now, in winter months, the wind becomes more uh, prevalent in the sense that you feel it more. It becomes more like a chill factor, and that's why you feel the wind on the east coast more during the winter months. Meanwhile. During the summer months with the high humidity factor, you actually look for that slight breeze to, you know, to uh, blow over the island so that it gives you a bit of relief from the humidity. So the East Coast then becomes very pleasant uh, over the summer months, certainly. So I kind of look at based on seasonality. I, ha- I choose the coastline because, mind you, you know, whilst the West say they are the best and are they're not wrong in a way because I like <laughs> fun to be setting on my cocktails. But the East Coast, uh, if you look at resorts like the one and only, the Shangri-La, uh, you know, the Sun Resorts, uh, Latouche uh, Rock was there, uh, always still there. Long Beach is featured there. So you've got some quality hotels on that coastline. And I'm thinking, you know, from a hotel asset management perspective, if that coastline wasn't desire- desirable, why would they invest on those coastlines? True, true enough. You know, when I was there at, at the One Resort, I had a long chat to the manager of the time, and I said to him, you know, you guys do weddings and all of those sort of things. Have you ever saw, thought of setting um, up a travel club for divorcees? Because there must be a lot of people who are, who are, you know, after their divorce, they want to get away from things. There's an untapped market for Mauritius there. Yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we want to promote uh, healthy marriages as opposed to uh, promoting divorces. No, listen, once, then, the, once the deed is done and dusted, you have nothing to do with it. Just offer them a sure. destination. No, I, I think I call it just a quick getaway time off rather than a divorcee <laughs> getaway. Uh, but Mauritius is certainly a short hop away for someone to go back and reflect and obviously, you know, think around their their life, their married life, mm. and perhaps rekindle something in their mind that they can come back and reconcile. You know, yeah, that's I, that's that's where I kind of sit at this point in time. But it's not it's not far off, and it gives you that tranquility to certainly reflect. Oh, it does! Just, it does indeed. There's yeah. some there's something about the the water lapping on those coastlines that just makes you want to to just be calm and relax and i remember the last i think it was the last time i was there which is a couple of years ago there was a, a honeymoon a wedding couple they were having photographs taken Sorry, on the on I've the beach you. can you hear me are you with me 
Ramesh. Ramesh, Ramesh, Ramesh. We seem to have lost him. Uh, oh, dear. All right. Well, we'll come back to that in a moment. Um, I, I did have some other questions for him. Things like, um, uh, is it still a destination of of choice? Um, we can. We'll get him back in just a moment. Um, so stay stay with me. Um, we've lost Ramesh. Soji, get my get my guest back for me. But uh, I think my, Ramesh, are you there? What we'll do is we'll go to an ad break, and when we come back, we'll get Ramesh back on the line. Don't go away. Brand new travel show, Explore Africa, midday Central Africa time. The show will take a holistic view of travel on the African continent as well as the Indian Ocean Islands. There will be travel updates, a look at business destinations, interviews and competitions. Cultural travel, a new and growing market, will be covered in depth from Cape to Cairo. David will also be advising on unique destinations that will allow listeners the opportunity to discover hidden gems on our continent. Business news, business resources, economic analysis, market analysis from expert and industry leaders in African enterprise. Get more for a profitable African venture. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa. My name is David Batsoff, and we're back with Ramesh Jinaran, who's the General Manager of World Leisure Holidays. We're talking about Mauritius. Um, is is the can, is the island a destination for more than just South Africa? Do you find people from other African countries visiting Mauritius? Yes, you know, using South Africa as a corridor currently, we are seeing certainly tourist arrivals from neighboring countries firstly, so Namibia, Botswana, Swaziland, uh, Zimbabwe, uh, Zambia to a certain extent that we see use South Africa as a base and then head off into Mauritius. And then uh, Air Mauritius has direct flights from Kenya out of Nairobi ah, okay. uh, to Mauritius. So there is uh, quite a big footprint of Africans traveling to Mauritius for holiday reasons. And now we were, I was just talking to uh, Kehla Mia about the single sky policy that they're looking at opening here in Africa. 54 countries, only 23 have bought in. Uh, but we, the two of us decided that not in our lifetimes is that going to happen. So we will have... Con- con- are, there, are there visas? Is there a visa requirement for South Africans traveling to Mauritius? No, currently uh, there's no visa requirements, and that's why it makes it a popular short, quick getaway destination for South Africans. There's no visa, there's no vaccine requirements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Africans have ease of access into Mauritius for up to 90 days. And it's only a, what, three and a half hour flight away? Yeah, it's a three and a half hour flight to get there uh, on uh, South African Airways or Air Mauritius. Uh, and uh, it's, like I said, quick hop uh, and you're on the island. I must say your new airport is probably one of the most beautiful airports I've ever been into. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, the vision of the government at the time in terms of building the airport was one, you know, uh, someone judges you by the entrance you make. For sure. And the airport is the forefront of tourist arrivals into Mauritius. And you needed to make an impression, uh, you know, first impression. That's a lasting impression. Well, th- this is it, and that certainly does at the end of the day. You won't for- If you've walked into that airport, you will certainly not forget it. 
when it comes to to tourism, do people come to the island, go to one resort and stay there, or are you finding that they're arriving, going to one, maybe moving? There are certain resorts we discussed it off air that that back onto each other, um, like, and we can mention them like La Piroga and Sugar Beach. Uh, and people, are they going between resorts, between coasts, uh, between uh, sides of the island, or are they going and staying in one particular place? No, we've got, I think uh, there's a spectrum. So you have, you certainly have creatures of habit that wants to get away to a resort that they've been to repeatedly, so they're kind of familiar with. And that we are seeing, uh, you know, it's generational. So you're looking at uh, the one and only center around the two-stroke clientele tend to repeatedly want to go to those resorts and just relax in the sun. Mm-hmm. Whereas the new an upcoming generation that's looking for a bit of combo, if I could call it, a bit of adventure, a bit of cultural immersion, culinary experience, are venturing, you know, they use the hotels as a base to come to and, uh, you know, sleep and have dinner and breakfast, but they tend to be more adventurous and venture around the island. So they look at the Port Louis market, you know, for local culinary experience and, you know, all, all the arty, um, the crafts, arts and crafts that's on offer there. And they tend to, uh, you know, often hire a vehicle and go around the island because the driving sort of rules are the same as South Africa. That's mm-hmm. what we're finding. So, so there's, uh, you're kind of looking, there's, there's a spectrum, definitely. The other element we mustn't forget is Mauritius as a strong golfing destination. Uh-huh. You know, and that's where we often see People are moving, you know, staying three nights on the West Coast and four nights on the East Coast just to play different golf courses. Oh, okay. But now, you know, years ago, I I interviewed um, somebody on radio and I'd asked them, they were uh, movie critics. And I said to the person, we go to movies for for entertainment. You go to movies for for work. Uh, What do you do for, for entertainment? And he said he sailed. So... Mauritians, we go to Mauritius to go on holiday. Where do Mauritians go? So, uh, you know, if you look at just an, uh, an individual, and I take it any individual across the globe, when they think around holidays, there's kind of a few categories to look at. You're looking at either big cities, island, ski, or you're looking for desert. Those are kind of the four kind of brackets that if you could, or bu- uh, buckets that you could put holidays in. Right. So you tend... Uh, Affluent families tend to rotate. So you will see often people do a ski holiday and then a summer relaxation holiday at an island. Or someone says, you know, I'm running low on designer clothing. Let me do a big city sort of uh, holiday and do my shopping at the same time. So that seems to be the trend. And Mauritians are no different. So instead of looking at other islands, they tend to venture off into Singapore. China has become a new sort of hub for Mauritius on both business and uh, holiday. So Mauritians tend to venture off into the big cities, into India, because we've got a rich sort of connection with India. And a lot of Mauritians head off to India as well. I've also found that... I've also found that... Uh, if you go into the market, so into the all market, of a sudden I can yes, hear myself talking. Um, I was just about to say to to Ramesh, the the thing is, I found that going to the market in the in the capital in Mauritius, um, a lot of the Mauritians can speak Afrikaans, uh, which which is a bit disconcerting when you're trying to talk without them understanding you, and all of a sudden they can answer you in in a language that is not theirs, but they're fluent in. 
Um, but hopefully we'll get him back on the line. There is a, a huge rainstorm in Johannesburg at the moment, and this may be affecting our connectivity. So uh, let's go to, I think, a piece of music and uh, an ad break. And when we come back, we will we'll try and pick this up. Don't go away. A new tribe is emerging, a tribe where Africans, leaders, entrepreneurs, change agents, disruptors, founders, and idea junkies congregate to provide sustainable solutions that meet the needs of communities, cities, countries, and our very own continent. They're the ones whose dreams, when merged with opportunity, create one of our greatest commodity. They're the driving force behind entrepreneurship and leadership. Do you want to be a part of this? Join us on Trap Talk where we congregate the tribe of African entrepreneurs on Africa Business Radio towards a profitable Africa. And we're back again. Uh, Ramesh, are you still with me? Yes, I am, David. Good stuff. Um, I was saying while you sort of vanished or we vanished from each other that I discovered uh, in the capital of of uh, Mauritius that several of the locals in the market speak Afrikaans so you have to be a little wary of what language you talk in front of the traders yes definitely you know because uh, I mean you can imagine in 2017 there was 112,000 South Africans visiting the island right. so time I think having uh, seen a number of South Africans the first thing that people tend to do is teach me a new word of a foreign language. And that's what the local merchants do is kind of, please tell me how do you say hello in Afrikaans or Zulu or whatever. Right. And we'll tend to, you know, teach them a, a, a few words. And slowly over time, you pick up, uh, you know, phrases and you can start having mini dialects with foreigners in essence. Well, it, it works in two ways because A, it works that uh, you can't talk in front of them. Um, but be, it often makes you feel a little bit more welcome if they've taken the time and trouble. And I know when I travel uh, and people in foreign countries, you know, struggle with English. And yes. um, I just met some Russian people and they were battling in English. And I said, listen, your English is better than my Russian. So I applaud the fact that you can actually speak it. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's why I said, thank God I'm in the travel industry. <laughs> and I, yeah. I was going to say you and me both, but uh, if I was, we wouldn't be talking. Um, <laughs> aside from just sitting on a beach and and enjoying watching the waves come in and go out, what else is there to do for travelers to Mauritius? There's lots to do in Mauritius. Like I said, uh, you know, if you look at cultural experience, so Mauritius is predominantly an Indian island. Uh, Hindu, predominantly the culture is Hindu. So you've got Hindu festivities across the island uh, across the year. In terms of Shivratri in February, you've got the Holy Festival, which is Festival of Colors during March. You've got Ganesh Chaturthi in September, which is uh, the festival uh, giving tribute to Lord Ganesha. Then you've got Diwali, which is the Festival of Light. And it's celebrated to a greater degree than what I've seen certainly in South Africa. So that's interesting. Culinary experience is another one because it is a fusion of Indian, Creole, Chinese. You've got Indo-Chinese fusion cuisine. And if you venture out of resorts and sometimes on resort premises as well, you could try out the local cuisine. So that's there. Then uh, horse racing is big. On a Saturday uh, in Portree, they've got Chardonnay's oh, race course. I'd forgotten about that because I've been up to the fort that's on the top of the hill in Port Louis. Yeah. And then you look down over the race course. Yes, correct. You were looking at it, at it from Citadel in Portree. Correct. And uh, 
So horse racing is big. Then, um, you know, I always say uh, big uh, deep sea fishing is there. You've got the golf courses on the island uh, so you can get golfing done. You've got magnificent spa, uh, you know, uh, venues across the island and even so on premises at hotels. So there's lots to do in Mauritius. There's not, uh, I don't think you can say that someone can go to Mauritius and there's not be catered for. There's something for everyone to do, be it from infants right up to senior citizens. And that being said, do you think, what is a, a good length of stay? I mean, you know, you're not going to go there for one night type of thing unless you're there for business no. and you're being flown in and out. But what are we looking at? A week, basically. Yeah, I think a seven day is comfortable, and that seems to be the norm uh, in the minds of tourists. It's seven days uh, in Mauritius, and I think seven days is a comfortable uh, length of stay in Mauritius where you are not bored and you've got sufficient things to keep you busy. I don't think you could ever be bored. I can sit and watch waves coming in and going out for hours. I really and truly can. I don't need to go anywhere or do anything. Yeah, no, definitely. Relaxation is a key part. And yeah, there are people that can do that for days on end. Definitely. <laughs> now, do you find that people come to Mauritius, then tend to go on to other um, Indian Ocean islands, Seychelles, Reunion, um, that type of thing? Or do they come Joburg, Seych- uh, Joburg, Mauritius, and then back Joburg? No, uh, certainly there is what they call the stopover program. And I think into India, there's a lot of South Africans that travel via Mauritius to get into India. So they spend two or three days in Mauritius and then head off to India. And now we've introduced, I think, Air Austral's got what they call the combo route. So you fly Joburg into Reunion Island, which is a French uh, island, and then you uh, spend a few days there and then you spend the rest of your stay in Mauritius. So it kind of gives you a best of both world type of scenario. Because what people don't know about Reunion is it's not a beach destination. It's a if no. it's mountain climbing, it's uh, hiking, it's that type of thing. It's certainly not a Mauritius type destination. Yeah, it's an adventure sort of destination. It is indeed. Uh, trail running, all of those things. And also, it's probably one of the closest places that you can see an active volcano. So that's also an attraction. No, you don't want to go there when it's active. I want to be far. Really, I, mean, I want to know, be far away uh, from from any active yeah, volcano, Ramesh. Okay, we've got Ramesh back. So let's wrap this up, Ramesh, before one of us vanish again. Firstly, if people want to book through World Leisure Holidays, how do they go about it? Well, you can uh, book via our website, www.wlh.co.za. You can contact the call center on 011 285 2500 or alternatively you can visit your nearest travel professional they will also be able to help you with a world leisure holidays property because now i know we've been uh, talking about mauritius but you do have other destinations Correct. World Asian Holidays has positioned itself as an Indian Ocean Island specialist. So we sell Mauritius, Reunion, Seychelles, Zanzibar, Mozambique, and the Maldives as part of that offering. And, and of course, do you, do you find that people, we were talking, we were alluding to divorces earlier. And, oh, and I was telling you about the couple that I found dressed up in wedding kit on the beach. And the, yes. the guy was in a tuxedo and he was sweating profusely. The poor boy could hardly breathe. And I said to him, you know, what's going on here? And he said, no, uh, this is our honeymoon. We got married months ago, but we wanted to shoot the photographs in Mauritius. So I said, then why don't you just do it in short pants and a T-shirt? Come on now. 
But no, he wanted it in a tuxedo. She was in a long dress. They were playing in the waves and sweating it out. I hope they have a very happy life together. Yeah, no, definitely. It's just quite popular. In fact, last year I took a friend along who did exactly the same thing, got married in South Africa, wanted a photo shoot in Mauritius in their wedding outfit. <laughs> so it's yeah. But destination wedding is also very popular. I mean, Sugar Beach has a wedding every day of the year other than on Sunday, because Sunday the minister needs to be in church. <laughs> I have to say, you talk about Sugar Beach. Sugar Beach has to have the most spectacular staircase that runs from the reception area down to the beach. Yes, definitely. I've not seen that at many resorts or any other resorts for that manner. It's the manor house, you know, the sugarcane yep. sort of estate feel that they built it around. And that's that's the feel. Definitely. It's iconic to Sugar Beach. I sat there and photographed it almost every hour of the day so I could get it in all sorts of various lights. And at night, it is truly spectacular. Yes, no, definitely. That It comes to life at night. Uh, so, uh, Definitely. So even if you're not staying there, if you're staying at another resort, I would suggest that you walk past, go and have a look at the staircase and say to yourself, gosh darn, why am I not staying here? That's a question (laughs) that should be on everyone's mind, David. (laughs) Ramesh, I'm going to say thank you very much. I'm sorry for the dropped connection, but this is what happens on live radio. Um, and, And I do hope that we will get to talk to each other again. No, perfect. It's been a pleasure chatting to you, David, and uh, I hope your listeners have found some value in terms of enticing them uh, for Mauritius as a destination. I'm sure we have, and as you say, seeing you just around the corner from the studio, next time we're definitely going to get you into the studio, we won't have this issue. Definitely. That will be great. I look forward to that, David. Take care. Bye for now. That's the general manager of World Leisure Holidays. That's Ramesh Jinarain. And uh, if you want to find out more about them, inquiries at wlh.co.za. And as I said, I've been to Mauritius with them on a couple of occasions, and the tours have been spectacularly well organized. Don't go away. We're going to come back with updates and all sorts of interesting stuff that I'm going to be chatting to you about right after this. Business news, business resources, economic analysis, market analysis from expert and industry leaders in African enterprise. Get more for a profitable African venture. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa.